Welcome back to the Glacier Guys podcast. I'm Ethan Malasha. And I'm Joey Fernandez. And today, we have a very special guest. We have Gavin Quinlan from the Marine Baseball team. Gavin, thanks for coming on. How's it going? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Uh, just to get started, how long have you been playing baseball? I've been playing baseball my whole life. Um, I've been uh, associated with Elsa Little League <laughs> for um, since maybe I was five playing t-ball <laughs> all the way up, and then I stopped for a little bit mm-hmm. after I finished AAA because just just stopped playing, and then... Uh, then I got back into it in high school and played ever since. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know I know we grew up playing against each other and stuff like that. Uh, do you think that's where your competitive spirit grew? or? Oh, yeah, 100%. Just always playing baseball in all the sports that I've always played in, especially having older brothers. They always uh-huh. push me to, like, have that competitive edge. Mm-hmm. And then besides baseball, did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, I played uh, played basketball. Basketball was like my other main sport that I like to play. You played that at Apollo and LSIP. Then I played that all throughout high school, middle school. Um, and then I just played like, I always joined those little like rec leagues, like soccer mm-hmm. rec leagues, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. those leagues. Like just, I always, I was always active. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, when did you say, when would you say you started taking baseball seriously? I started taking it seriously my soft no my junior year of high school on varsity my first year on varsity because that was when I realized like I didn't start the first three games but then mm-hmm. right after that when I became a starter and I realized like I'm a junior as a starter on varsity that's when I realized like I can actually do something with this mm-hmm. and what okay. was your position in high school I was I was an outfielder mm-hmm. and I was gonna play center but we had Tommy Doherty okay and then I got moved to right field Okay, okay yeah. I, I remember playing against you back in high school. Uh, so how would you describe your experience just in general, uh, like playing for Shepard? Oh, it was fun. It was a great experience, great coaching, great teammates, too. I love the team that we had. Sadly, we didn't get to have a senior year. That got yeah. ended mm-hmm. close. We were going to have a great team, too. Um, but, yeah. Did you guys have any games that no, senior year? No, we were supposed to go to Myrtle Beach that year, too, on our trip. Wow. But uh, got literally we were gonna have literally in March, right? That's when mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was like mid March, yeah, right, when everything we got were cut. Planning off. out going to Myrtle, we got all of our rooms who we were staying with, and then our games would have started. I think I think we were going that spring break, so it would been the last week of March. We would have started games, mm-hmm. but it got cut short because mm-hmm. COVID. And we raised all mo- all that money too, uh-huh. and now we didn't even get to use That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's brutal. I know. Uh, how would you describe your baseball experience playing against Richards High School, my alma mater? <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were always the best games. No matter <laughs> yeah, no, no matter what sport, no matter what you were playing, no matter if you were watching it, those were always the best games because it was most competitive. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's like a White Sox Cubs game. Like, you <laughs> always want to have the competitive edge. Honestly, I mean, yeah. anytime there was a Shepherd like Richards event, it was, it always, was always a big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it uh, never came out in our favor, but always had fun doing <laughs> mm. it. <laughs> would you, like, describe the Shepard-Richards rivalry? Was it more competitive, would you say, in basketball or baseball? I would say it's more competitive. Um, I would say basketball. Basketball. Yeah. I just feel like basketball is more of, like, a bigger sport to, like, watch. Mm-hmm. It's no, like yeah, many people didn't come out to baseball games. Mm-hmm. I would even say, like, football is a big sport to play. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was probably the biggest. Yeah. But basketball, I would say, yeah, it's bigger than baseball because mm-hmm. not everyone came out to uh, baseball because it was always during the week. It was, like, yeah. Tuesday or Thursday at, like, 4.30. I just remember our senior year, like, when Shepard was at Richards and we all stormed oh, the court after yeah, at, yeah, the, at the last second on, one. Yeah, that, that was and then there was a fight <laughs> after and the cops. <laughs> yeah, I was on the bench for that game. That was just, that was <laughs> just it always pure havoc. gets yeah. personal. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was a, definitely a strong rivalry. Oh, I'd yeah. Say. Yeah, so uh, were you recruited by Marine coming out, or did you just walk onto the team or I was or recruited. Okay. Um, my senior year when COVID hit, 
I got a call in like April. It was Coach Dennehy and then mm-hmm. Webb, mm-hmm. Coach Webb was also on the line too. They were okay. like, "Yeah, we li- we like what you're doing and all, and we like to offer you a scholarship." And I was shocked because like I didn't I didn't have a senior year. I didn't know yeah. what to, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that happened, and then I was like, I need a week to think about it. And I was like, probably gonna go to Marine anyway, do my like gen, gen eds and all that. Yeah, fi- figure something out, and then it happened, and I. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get any like basketball looks or like from any schools or college I, or anything? That's when that's that's where I'm kind of messed up because my senior year I was so focused on baseball mm. that I told my coach like put it on all the other guys like I want to focus on baseball. Mm. But I feel like I could have done something with basketball, but I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much as I'm with okay. baseball right gotcha. now. Gotcha. That's fair. Uh, so I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, just like your first year at Moraine and everything, just coming in. I know there was COVID, but how was how was that experience? Would you say oh, it was tough? Um, coming in, uh, literally didn't get like like usually like when you come to the team, you get like walk through to the school, mm-hmm. get everything because of COVID. You didn't have any of that, so mm-hmm. I didn't know where to go for anything. I was like a little scared. Like it felt yeah. like freshman year of yeah. high school. You're yeah. walking all the big dogs. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, with COVID, we had started off with pods. There was like six people to a pod. There was two pods each practice. We had like a three thirty practice and a four thirty practice during the fall. Mm-hmm. We only practiced for a month too. Okay. So going in, you don't really know anybody. Right. And yeah. then even after that, you still don't know anybody because you only know those six people in your pods. Right. Like it was tough to like get to know people and build that chemistry. Yeah, that had, I was about to ask like team chemistry. It had to be hard to oh, just build yeah. that with the whole team. Yeah, you know? it was tough. And then once winter hit, we started going into G. Started like kind of like got lifted up a little bit. Had to wear a mask and all that. But yeah, it, it was. We started earlier this year, and I feel like that's what's going to help us mm-hmm. during the season. For sure. Were you always recruited to be a pitcher only, or did you uh, did you think you were going to play other positions I thought, also? <laughs> coming in, I thought I was going to play outfield. Okay. Mm-hmm. But first day, I got PO'd. And I mean, I, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I told them, like, after the end of freshman year that I was going to try out to be mm-hmm. an outfielder for this mm-hmm. year. But then I just I fell in love with pitching. I mean, yeah. I like to say i'm pretty good at it yeah so i mean i enjoy it so yeah. why not keep doing it the po life is underrated also oh i love it <laughs> i love you it. had it right yeah po life is amazing <laughs> um did you do any pitching in high school at all at any level i pitched or? a few games okay uh probably like maybe three games my junior mm. year <laughs> but i mean that's all but like coming in as a lefty like yeah. You have a big advantage. Oh, so 100%. I'm a lefty, so you have a big advantage against all the competition. 100%. Your tail and your curveball and yeah. all that. Everyone loves being a crafty lefty. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Um, just outside of that first year, like, how has COVID really affected you guys this year going in? This like, year? do you still have to wear masks? How no. How's that going? No, now? not really. Uh, probably one of the biggest things is maybe, like, the vaccine that people had to get. Mm. I know we lost a few we lost a few people because of that but oh really yeah okay. we lost a few people but other than that i think it's pretty much the same as mm-hmm. like any other no mask everyone's vaccinated mm-hmm. get to go out we finally outside and we finally have a baseball field to practice <laughs> on, which is yeah. nice yeah the new field the new That's field right. yeah so it's nice mm-hmm. uh did you have like what was your role kind of with the team your first year did you play a lot like first year uh I did not play a lot. I probably had maybe three appearances, mm-hmm. but I knew okay. that going into the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm usually an outfielder, literally my first year pitching mm-hmm. at, at all levels, especially yeah. my first year of college. Yeah. So I knew going in that I would have to learn. So I learned from everyone else around me. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like that's what made me the pitcher I am today. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So it was kind of like a de- developmental year. Yeah, kind of, okay. yeah. Gotcha, it makes that's sense. Um, do you have any goals, like, specifically coming into this season for yourself, would you say? Um, I just want to be a dominant pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just 
want to help the team win. That's all I want to do. Gotcha. Do my job when I'm out there. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Is there any uh, specific aspects to your uh, to your pitching approach that you've worked on specifically this offseason or just uh, all um, around? My changeup. Okay. My changeup has improved a lot, and I feel like that's come from my guy Steve Stone, <laughs> White Sox announcer. He always talks about a changeup, but I finally mm-hmm. developed a changeup. I started throwing it last year, and I had no movement on it. Okay. And then this year in the fall, I finally developed that feeling for it, and it's mm-hmm. the best pitch, one of the best pitches I have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what else do you have in your repertoire as far as pitches go? Um, I have a four-seam fastball, I have a curveball slider, and then a changeup. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what would you say you lean on uh, mostly to work off of? Um, Lately this year, I've been working on my changeup. Okay. I feel like I can throw that in for a strike whenever I want, mm-hmm. and it has nice movement with it because my fastball tails that way and my changeup goes the other way. So it's okay. nice, and it's good to see it uh, okay. by the batter. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned starting off-season work kind of earlier this season as opposed to last year. Um, when did you guys start doing that? We started in the summer, actually, which was nice. We started, like, towards the end of June. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't consistent. It was only, like, once a week. Okay. But getting out there, like, playing, doing yeah, yeah. stuff is nice. Just to knocking a little yeah. bit of the rust off. Yeah, and, and then right when the school, school year started, we were right into practices. Mm-hmm. We just ended because of the weather. We ended at the end of October. Okay. Now we're doing 6 a.m. workouts, which is nice to get bigger and mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. How often are you guys working out? Oh, every day. Every day? Every day, yeah. It's nice. I actually oh. really like it. That's good. Uh, so how is the team's uh, relationship with the coaching staff as far as, like, how they communicate and stuff? I feel like it's good. It's really good. Um, we always talk. We have Discord, so we're always talking in that <laughs> whenever someone has a, a question. I want to give a shout-out to our pitching coach. He's always there for us. Um, he's there every practice, especially Webb and even Hugh. They're always there. Mm-hmm. Um it's nice to see them out there and supporting us and giving us confidence. And even just like um, since you guys were able to start offseason and stuff, is the team chemistry, would you say, better this year as opposed to last year? Oh, yeah, year? 100% because everyone knows each other. Mm-hmm. Like we always, we all know like how we play because we scrimmage each other already. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any returning like sophomores from last year that gained a year of eligibility? Oh, yeah, say? we have uh, Luke Benley and okay. we have Ryan Grand. Okay. Those are both our, those are our third years. Cool, cool, cool. They're cool. both pitchers too, so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh, do you have any uh, plans or uh, do, would you like to continue your career after Marine as far as playing baseball? Um, we'll see what happens, see how the season goes. I mean, that's that's the end goal to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. where you can go as far as you can. But yeah. I mean. And with gaining <laughs> with gaining a year of eligibility, would you consider coming back to Marine uh, for I don't, a year? I don't think I'm going to come back. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, gotcha. worst comes to worst, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I'm never going to put it out. But exactly. right now, I When does your guys' uh, actual season start this year? So it's weird. So I'm pretty sure our coach just said that February 4th is our first game. Really? At John Logan. But it's like a three-game stretch or something like that. And then we don't have another game till like, March. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I, it's, I, it's, I thought you usually start I don't know. I, I don't want to confirm that, but <laughs> yeah. that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah, be playing in bear weather. Yeah, I know. They're <laughs> <laughs> done. Uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, they'll have a three-game stretch. <laughs> For, <right>? real. <laughs> For real. For um, real. Outside of that, we can move into some Chicago sports if you yeah, want to. Yeah, uh, works. The Bulls have been electric this oh, year. I love the Bulls. Let's talk about that. <laughs> they are inspirational. All I'm seeing <laughs> is red. It's insane. That's all I see. Yeah. I mean, especially with uh, a lot of our offseason moves being downplayed, especially by the media oh. and stuff uh, like that. DeMar DeRozan. Let's yeah, talk about that. Like Bleacher on. Report. Come on. What, what are you guys doing? Ranked it as an F. <laughs> yeah. Worst, an F signing. <laughs> worst offseason move, and he's been electric ever yeah. since He's we averaging, what is he averaging, like 26? Yeah, he's something around like there. Yeah. He's averaging 26. Levine's averaging 25. Yeah. Lonzo's mm-hmm. dishing him the ball. I mean, 
Vucevic, he needs to get a shot going. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's one guy that needs to get a shot going. But yeah. other than that, Io DeSumio. Yeah. He's right. been killing he's it. He's a beast. I, know. I love him. He's fearless. He's From yeah. Chicago, too. Yeah, that's the fearless. best part. You see he's getting his uh, jersey retired at Illinois. Yeah. 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 I think that's, yeah, that's happening soon. Yeah. that's. I mean, once Kobe White finds his footing a little bit, too, off the bench, I think I think they're going to be electric together playing mm-hmm. against second-unit players. And the only thing that's been slowing us down, like, as of late is, like, in the last eight days, we've had four players go into protocol. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's pretty just ridiculous it's frustrating more than anything. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. We I signed mean, Stanley Johnson. Like <laughs> he it, was on the team in the preseason. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's. It's all right. Yeah, he's a draft, an all-time draft bust. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully he comes through. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, at least at least we still like that's what's good. Like we're missing Demar, AC, mm-hmm. um, Derek Jones Jr., Javante Green. Green, yeah, Matt Thomas, Matt Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it's just what a lot of our depth, yeah. but yeah, that's true. We, it's kind of like it reminds me of like the Bulls from years past, where Zach Levine has to pick up more slack than usual, exactly. but he's got he's got Zoe with him exactly. though. So. Yeah, so I mean, it's not too bad. It could be worse. And it's just nice for Zach not having to do as much as he had before. No, you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And like, he's still doing the same thing as I know. he was, which is insane. Yeah, yeah he's still just more efficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. A lot of like a lot of years past, his downfall was trying to do too much and just trying to take over the game. Well, himself. it's not like I mean he didn't have a choice. Like yeah, he, he just he, he had, had nobody, nobody lean. He had on, nobody you know? around him because Lowry was always too uh, too hesitant in the oh, late yeah. game situations. So we have other guys that are willing to take that big shot now. Oh, yeah, so. Denzel Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he <laughs> was he was chucking. Don't oh, get me wrong. Him chucking. and Markinen are both on Cleveland now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they both got traded. Mm. That's why we got smoked last night. <laughs> yeah, they they got the last laugh. <laughs> that was that was a bad game. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Have, it's yeah, a long season. I, I was excited about the Nuggets win. That was what. Oh I was yeah, that was about. that was awesome. Oh, yeah. we beat, that was insane. Yeah, we beat them. We had a good win, even when without Jokic. They're still a good team, and then we beat them with Jokic too. And it's just and we were shorthanded too. It's nice yeah. to see. Yeah, I was shocked that we were shorthanded and we pulled away like that. Yeah, and we handled the Nets pretty well too. Oh, uh, yeah. In both the games that we played them, so mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good yeah, right now. what a shot by Alonzo at the end of oh that. Oh, my God. That was electric. What a guy. Honestly. With the NBA 2K celebration at the oh, end, yeah. too. <laughs> you know LeVar is just, like, smiling he's right w- now. Everyone was hating on him. Now, now they're <laughs> Clearly all Clearly, he's a great dad. Wasn't he wearing that hat? It was like, I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he that. said. Yeah. When Lonzo got drafted, he said when, when one of his other sons get drafted, he's going to be wearing a hat that says, I told you so. <laughs> and when LaMelo got drafted, he was the hat that said, I told you so. Oh he's a man gosh. of his words. Yeah. yeah, and Leangelo's up soon, too. Uh, we'll yeah. see. But his, Hopefully. <laughs> his minutes have been be, fluctuating a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. That would be insane, though, if all three of them were in the league at the same time. Bring him to Chicago. That would be yeah. nice. I would love him. He's in the – he's playing G League for the Hornets, right? right yeah, now? yeah. Okay. Uh, he Yeah, he's he's had some decent games, actually. But uh, another thing I wanted to say was uh, I think the big test for us as far as the Eastern Conference teams is when we play the Bucks. Because yeah. inside, I really don't know what we're going to do against Giannis. I'm not going to lie. We're mm-hmm. going to need some some Lonzo and AC pickpockets on the double teams a lot because I don't think Vooch is going to match up very well. I don't well. either. <laughs> I mean, v- Vooch I don't is think a, anyone matches up no, good against Vooch him. Vooch is a good Vooch. big man, but especially him with still trying to find his consistency this season and everything. And, I mean, Giannis is basically yeah. the most unguardable player yeah, in the league And he's just right not now. that yeah. much of a presence inside especially. So that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I really don't know he exactly how it's going to go. Man. Yeah, we, we need, need honestly. Yeah. yeah, we need one because <laughs> our best matchup against him right now is probably like Tony Bradley. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't so, want that. They'll yeah, probably, probably put Derrick Jones Jr. on him. Yeah, how honestly, are the, how are the Bucks 
doing right now? Um, like, not all that great, but they're, they're still struggling. they're yeah. still a scary team though. They're, yeah. st- they're still they're still in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. they're struggling. I believe they're the seventh or sixth, sixth or seventh. Yeah, yeah that's, when I saw them like a couple days ago, that's what they were at. But yeah, it's it's the Sixers and the Bucks. It's really the teams with good presence inside that scare me mm-hmm. because we well, can yeah, hang indeed. on the. Yeah, exactly. We can hang on the perimeter as far as the defenders go and mm-hmm. stuff like that because AC and Zoe are really elite at that. But mm-hmm. besides that, I don't know. We don't have much of a shot blocking presence or anything like that or anything right. that really scares and you. And we so. lost to the Sixers earlier this year, right? Twice. Yeah, Twice. yeah exactly. They scare, so. me. they scare me a lot. Yeah. yeah. Even then, with how big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I mean... We did well against Julius Randle though, so that was pretty. That was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. But that was a lot of that was a lot of Zoe coming around on the double teams and stealing yeah. the ball mm-hmm. and stuff. So, I'm excited though. We'll see. I mean, yeah, this I, is just yeah. just from the last couple of seasons. Like this is just this is it's amazing. unreal. It's are, we're the two seed right now. Yeah, we're yeah. a half game out from the Nets, even exactly. after the we're loss play, last we're night. Play Miami tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the ni- it's nice to see that we can even hang. That's that's all I wanted it's to see. Nice is that to have we can a team hang. at the moment. Yeah. Without, exactly. without like the White Sox playing, that actually <laughs> that you can watch. I know. Enjoy. I mean, the Blackhawks, they're they're in and out. Yeah. I mean, I can still enjoy watching them. Yeah. yeah. Especially under Derek King now. <laughs> King, we trust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Colleton, he couldn't have gone any quicker, man. That was so brutal. <laughs> thank, thank the Lord. Honestly. Yeah. It was like a Dave celebration when he was gone. But it was <laughs> funny because they signed him on the same day they released him. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. didn't know that. That's pretty funny. I think it was November sixth. They signed him, and then one year later, <laughs> or how long did they? Ha- how long was he the coach? Two years. A long Three time. Mm, I was maybe two years. Nineteen, I think. Yeah, because Quenville, right. it was gonna, it was Quenville missed the playoffs one year. I think that was the 2018 ish, and then yeah. the next year he got off to like a four and four start, and they just pulled the plug on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because and then we Colleton took over, and then he was the coach for the end, like the rest of nineteen, uh-huh. and then twenty. They got like the, the that's when we made the playoffs. Yeah, that was, that was we beat Nick, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We David. beat the, we beat the Oilers. Yeah, that was electric. And then we got smoked by the by yeah. by Leonard after we traded him. Yep, exactly. To the Knights. And then this year, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah that was brutal. But uh, you want to go to the Bears? Uh yeah, we could talk Bears a little bit. Um, <laughs> With what there even is to say at this point. Uh, watching Nagy's press conferences just it takes <laughs> well, years off my life. I mean, you could literally you could play the press conference, the same press conference from like I don't know week seven of 2020, and I probably wouldn't even be the same thing it's every week. Literally, have you guys ever seen that SpongeBob meme <laughs> where he's got the missing and he's looking at himself and he's trying to look for it? Yeah, That's literally what it is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we're all the problem, dude. You're the problem. Honestly, like, it's, it's, insane. it's like the movie Groundhog Day. It's literally no, yeah, like, it's the same thing. It's over like and the over waking again. up to the same song every just day. I just see the tweets by the Bears community get more and more aggressive as the <laughs> weeks go by. Yeah, like I, we gotta find, we gotta pick the pieces up, find the problems, and then move on. Yeah, I know it's wrong, but I've never seen so many people celebrate COVID when Mandy got it. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, the that's how you know. So good that game too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might have lost, but yeah. they played good. They were moving the ball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, do you guys think uh, Ryan Pace or Matt Nag- and Matt Nagy are like attached together? As far as like one of them goes, the both of them go. I would say. Or? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I think I agree. Because I feel like Nagy was like Pace's main like project. You yeah. know what I mean? It's because most GMs don't get three head coaches. That's what. I, that's kind of yeah. how I see it. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't really see a head coach really being enticed by wanting to come with him. So Pace has had who was his first? John Fox. <laughs> okay, and then and then Matt Nagy, and, and then he why like oh yeah yeah most, okay. most I thought you were saying he already had three. no no okay. 
he, yeah, I was like, did we have, did he, he Trashman? Like, no way he's been here that long. He, he messed up too, so why would he get a third? Yeah. Almost in a way, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he needs he, to go. He's done, he's had, he's done a decent job in certain aspects, like mm. as far like as the 2018 like, season. Yeah, like late in the drafts, uh, some decent free aging signings, but he just never really got the quarterback right in time. With getting the, he never got the the quarterback head coach duo. I think I think he got the quarterback right with Fields, but, but it's a little, at, too at little this too late. point, I was about to say it's too late for Nagy. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's like that's the that's the key in the NFL nowadays is you need a good quarterback and a good head coach, and that can compensate for other areas. Even the reports of like Nagy losing the locker room, like it's oh just, yeah, like, it's brutal. Yeah. He should have been. I was hoping that they lost on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, same. I was praying. Yeah, and he would have been. And we were so gone. close to losing that game. <laughs> that's the sad reality. A lot well, of people are rooting for us to lose just because of that, and I can't even blame them. Honestly, we yeah. don't even have a first round pick yeah so yeah. it's like what, not, what do you even root for at this point you know? <laughs> know they're not gonna fire him so it's yeah. just gonna be the same thing i mean this is gonna be the probably the last game i'll watch yeah, <laughs> yeah. it gives prime me prime time yeah it gives me old white Sox rebuild vibes where you just watch to see like yoan mancada or eloy you know you just you're just watching for the certain players yeah. just yeah, to just play, to see them develop like, yeah exactly literally outside of like fields roquan and montgomery i mean robert quinn's having a great year too yeah but, but He's on the older side. Yeah, so that's what like I'm saying. When we're good Darnell again, Mooney. it's even around. Yeah, Mooney's yeah. Mooney's beast. Mooney's actually doing really good too. I forgot to yeah, mention that. I, I I like him. I'm high on him for yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think he's a really solid number two wide receiver. I mm-hmm. don't think he'll ever be that number one guy, but he's a real a real solid piece that you mm-hmm. can you can build. Yeah, around. but that, this year we haven't even had our wide receiver one. Like Robinson has been inexistent, even with injuries and everything. When he was been yeah. playing, he was like missing in action. You know. Yeah, a lot of it seems. I don't know. He he's really n- not created much separation this year. I don't know if it's due to him running the most hitch routes in the league or if it's him just being <laughs> unmotivated. I don't know what it is. They I think it's a combination. I, of yeah, both. I think <laughs> he's done after this year. Yeah. He, he he does not like the Bears. Oh no, he's 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 so he's gone. super yeah. like nonchalant about it always too, and yeah. it's just like if he wanted his money though, he probably should have signed last off season though, because I don't know. I think he'll still get the bag, I but think, yeah. he's not getting paid twenty million dollars. A no, year. I, I'd no. be shocked after this season. Money. He kind of, I don't know, he screwed himself. He fumbled a bit. it a little bit, but I don't know if it's all his fault. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, with our O line and just we're we're not a really a pass first team. I'd say no. you know uh, we've had some decent run blocking, but our pass cover, our pass protection has not been all that. Yeah, it's horrendous. Terrible. Yeah, we could uh, talk about that Browns game if you. <laughs> I want to talk. What, I'll pass. What was, what was the Average seconds that he had wasn't it like point eight two something like mm-hmm. that. It was that average. It was one of the worst games in modern football history. He got, he, he got sacked <laughs> ten times around yeah. nine, nine times. Miles, Miles Garrett. Insane. That was a Miles Garrett stat pad game. But yeah, yeah that was that was actually <laughs> that was brutal. Sad. Yeah, that's yeah. what we need to work on. We need to get a wide receiver core. We need to get some DBs. And then we need to get first O line. Mm-hmm. O line is priority. It's been a priority for how long yeah, now? Know. And yeah. it's just I mean, we, we drafted changing. that seven Jenkins. Yeah, and then yeah. he got back surgery. Yeah, he's so. back now though. So I'm 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 kind of curious to see how he does. You know, I we got that right tackle Larry Borum out of Missouri too. Mm-hmm. That he's done decent uh, in the Steelers game. He held T.J. Watt down pretty pretty well for mm-hmm. as as much as you can hold T.J. Watt down, yeah. but. Uh, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty interested to see. And didn't we have back to back weeks where game winning drives just were useless because we ended up losing the game? Yeah, oh, it yeah. was the Pittsburgh game. The, the Pittsburgh game, drive down and then consistently at the there was another game, game too that I we. Think it was uh, the game right Baltimore. After it. 
Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, because yeah, I was at that game. It was uh, pretty encouraging to see uh, <laughs> Tyler Huntley just just do what he wanted. Didn't even get to see Lamar. <laughs> yeah, no. backup quarterback. Yeah, I was, and we still lost. <laughs> I was at the tailgate, like, and I was like, "Oh, Justin's out. Oh, Lamar's out. Why am I here?" <laughs> yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah, that's uh, good. But uh, some some decent stats, I guess. Uh, some positives. Roquan's fifth in the league in total tackles, mm-hmm. uh, and he's Ro- second in total or solo tackles. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, and Robert Quinn leaves the NFC in sacks with 12. Yeah. He's uh, kind of been a surprise after last yeah. year when he did nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm starting to think that he was hurt because he said that, and a lot of people said that, but everyone was kind of like, that's kind of BS like, probably. But, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I kind of believe it. I yeah. Mean, uh, Especially after what he's doing this year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and then David Montgomery is averaging 2.1 yards after contact per rush, which is ahead of guys like Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, and Aaron Jones. So It's pretty impressive. It's pretty honestly. promising. He's, I think he's top 10 in yeah. the league running Yeah, back. honestly, I mean, skill-wise. It's insane. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of the best at making something out of nothing. Yeah. You know? he, Just breaking tackles. It feels like he really never gets tackled for a loss, mm-hmm. which is something Khalil Herbert does pretty well, too, which I like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm pretty high on him, too, guy. as a young running back. He's yeah. not bad. Yeah, our running back core has definitely not been the issue. Mm-hmm. Say that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Just everything else besides that. <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, we mentioned the Blackhawks a little bit, but so they had a one nine and two record under Colleton, and then they've been eight five and zero under Derek King ever since. That's not amazing, but it's good. You it's know what I mean? I mean? It's solid. I mean, yeah. If you have that win percentage the whole year, we're contending for a playoff spot. Yeah. I mean, even probably in one. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I looked before. We're ten points out. From the wild card in mm-hmm. Vegas, that's yeah. not terrible. It's not bad. No, for where and we started, yeah, and it's even win a it's, game. it's fairly early in the season too, yeah. so it's yeah. like, yeah, we yeah. got time though. You mm-hmm. win five, Make six in moves. a row, and it's a different season at this point. No, honestly, especially this early. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all it takes is a good stretch, you know. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you do you think King sticks around? Do you think he has a shot at least? I think he has a shot. If if we can continue to be above average, I'd say. Okay. Then we could stick around for sure. That's completely fair. I feel like he deserves an uh, an opportunity to state his case at least, you mm-hmm. know, after the season with the other candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kane had to bring it. Hold on. Go yeah, I've seen this assumption about Mark Andre Fleury. Okay. I don't know if it's true, uh-huh. but they said many believe Mark Andre Fleury will be traded for contender. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that true? I didn't know I've about seen, that. I've yeah, seen. Yeah. I've rumor. seen. I've seen I've rumors seen for the things. past week about that. I, that's the first time I've seen that. I mean, that isn't. Yeah. He's I been mean, doing amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He started off slow, but after he's hundred yeah. percent, he had like he had fourteen goals against in an eight game yeah, stretch, I which is like that. fantastic. Yeah, it really depends what the front office thinks that we have a chance. You know, well, it's it not reminds that they're going to sell off veteran pieces. It reminds me a lot of the Robin Leonard situation. Yeah, you know, no this, is, this is exactly what happened. He was a Vesna Trophy finalist for the Islanders. Yep. We bring him in, and we have Crawford, and it's like, yeah. it's not gonna work. what's that going was, on here? We intended on winning. And it clearly didn't go that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I mean, we can definitely get something decent for him, even though he's very old and he's only got a year left on his contract, I mm-hmm. believe. So, I mean, or yeah, he's only got this year left. So yeah. I think a contender, if they get desperate enough and we get the right package, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know, just mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. you got to look towards the future and our young core isn't all of that great you yeah know? yeah so they're still developing yeah they're, yeah they're getting old too yeah yeah exactly and kane getting old i know yeah. kane's still putting on but taze doesn't even have a goal <laughs> this year yeah i know he's been close he's been close a few times yeah. especially in some of the the shootouts mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's 
it, you hate to see it. Mm. And, and Kirby Doc's just like it feels like it feels like he's learning off of that. <laughs> he's yeah. Kirby Doc shows a lot of signs of hesitation a lot. You know, mm-hmm. like when he has too much time to think about it, he just always seems to hesitate. hundred percent. I feel like yeah. he's in that mind of like being an enforcer this year though, because you always see him at the front of the net now. Yeah. You mm-hmm. always see him fighting when someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like he's like our enforcer now, mm-hmm. but I feel yeah. like he should switch back. I I feel like he should do both. No, yeah, hundred percent. Like he's taking that role. It can't. Up it can't be up. one or the other. It should be both. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know if he'll ever be like a superstar player, but I think he'll just be a very solid. Yeah, hundred percent. He'll you know? he'll be a solid like franchise player. I'd say. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. he'll never be like a you know like a yeah MVP. I mean, but like we that. we need Taze and Doc to step it up if we if we want any chance of even no possibly doubt. going yeah, to the playoffs. We we need more firepower on offense. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. <laughs> well, Seth Jones is. Uh, leading the team in points. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Which is just <laughs> As a defense, absurd. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's, amazing. yeah he's been good. He's lived up. Yeah, people were uh, people were a little low on him uh, to start off the season, but I mean his his offensive game has been a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, it's be. been better than our forwards. <laughs> I mean, it's Which crazy. Is, I that's it's a good thing and a bad thing at yeah. the same time. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I mean, our <laughs> goals for this year, I mean, we're near the bottom of the league in goals scored this year, but yeah. our defense is okay. It's it's uh, Our goaltending's coming around, Has its though. nights. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Flurry's been amazing lately, mm-hmm. but, you know. We'll uh, see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we're trending <coughs> upwards right now, so. Wait, so they want to, let me get this straight. They want to trade him to a contender, possibly? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then get the package. Okay. Someone who feels like, like win now Flurry mentality. can push yeah. them over the top in the playoffs, okay. you know? Okay. So I mean, I'm for that, I feel like, you know? Yeah, I mean, there, I'm sure there's going to be teams, and say a goalie gets hurt or something like that, you never know. Flurry at 37 is not the goalie of our future. You no, know exactly. I mean? so yeah, you got to build on our future. He's mm-hmm. just nice to have now. He's exactly. just a necessity, you know? Yeah. It's like the White Sox with that Chris Sale trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to do the same thing. I mean, Honestly. he was good, but I mean, yeah, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, I mean, you got to, you kind of just got to chop it up this year especially mm-hmm. if we're not going to go on a run anytime soon but you never know you never know mm-hmm. i mean i'm not gonna never say never but you know yeah we'll see what happens it's gonna be interesting to see the rest of the year i'm not as high like excited wise i'd say as i am for the bulls but yeah. i don't know if we can make a playoff push even i still like watching the blackhawks yeah so. they have yeah. some nice nights mm-hmm. you know so for sure and kane in the shootout i mean the last <laughs> two shootouts he's electric he's the slowdown every time insane he's the best shootout t- like <laughs> shootout taker oh I yeah in, in all of the nhl yeah 100 percent, 100 like in the history doubt. yeah this is the i was the islanders right when he uh when he scored the last it was a couple days ago yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was the islanders above. uh he it was the most smooth goal i feel like i've ever I know. seen <laughs> you were my we were watching that right yeah yeah okay. we just uh, he literally just instantly turned around and he was like yeah he's <laughs> like well, I, he's like, I do this i do this yeah um we can move on from the blackhawks white Sox. uh they signed reliever kendall graveman to three years 24 million yeah uh, we kind of needed that i'd say just with how kimbrell um has been struggling yeah you know. he's uh he's instantly gonna slot in uh when K- kimbrell's gonna be dealt because there's no doubt that he's gonna be gone yeah uh, we have no reason to keep him yeah eight million dollars yeah. a year uh not bad uh he had a great season last year uh it was his first full season as a reliever and he showed some flashes uh he's got he's got some nasty stuff mm-hmm. uh, especially with the astros last year you could see it oh 100%. Um, yeah i don't i don't mind it at all uh, to be honest with you mm-hmm. uh 
I, yeah, like I said, Craig Kimbrell's gone, so. <laughs> yeah, I, hopefully we can get something for him. Yeah, I, I hopefully really. Hopefully we can get, like, we need a second baseman. I yeah. Still, I still think we can. Yeah, I think. Well, the, yeah, uh, I, I think he's still elite. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, no doubt. He's just I, not a reliever. He's, he's a got, closer. He's yeah. got some, he's got some great value to him. I think the Phillies deal that's been rumored for so long is so. Oh, what. <laughs> it's uh, got to happen yeah. with Gene Segura mm-hmm. and uh, potentially uh, Rafael Marchand. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it, that, that would be such a perfect deal for both sides, too. I'd be oh, a big fan. Yeah, I know Segura <coughs> gets paid the same amount as Kimbrel, which that's probably a little too much for Gene Segura. But yeah. I don't mind it though because he's very serviceable at second base. No, yeah, and decent. I mean that's a position that we're kind of feeding for. Yeah, right? I'd yeah. rather have him than Larry Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I think Leori's the perfect utility guy. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. we signed him to a, a three-year deal. Uh, was it three year? Three years. Fifteen million. Yeah, three years. Fifteen I million it. dollars. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that, that yeah, at all. It's that's perfect yeah. for him. I mean, Larry uh, Legend, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he only got that because of that hit and game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, people hate on him a little too much. I mean, he's not oh, meant yeah. to play every day, though. That's not his role. He's meant yeah. to just fill in the gaps. And you he's know? our longest tenured player too. He's kind of like the heart and soul of the team. <laughs> he got I feel traded like, for Alex Rios. It feels like <laughs> I was how long ago I was literally <laughs> a child when you <laughs> like it doesn't even name. feel I like had Rios. Rios I had Rios' jersey back in the day. <laughs> Dude, it was I awesome. think I had a Rios shirt. It was probably like a kid's medium. That's oh, how yeah. long ago it was. I also <laughs> had a Gordon Beckham one. <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. Beckham. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's that's how long ago that he got wow. traded to us. And that was from uh, was he on? The, was he with the Rangers then? Yeah, okay. he was. He was just coming up. It was 2013, I want to say, and mm-hmm. then Abreu was 2014. Yeah, so that's just crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, to me. It just makes but no sense in my head how that yeah. correlates. But yeah, it's no, weird. I mean it's gonna be interesting. We do need a everyday second baseman though. If yeah, we, you know what I mean. And the the second baseman market really out there isn't much. So no. it's after coming to trade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nothing. So. And I thought Adam Frazier could have been another option. Obviously, he got traded to Mariners, so mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. But I think for sure in free agency, we're going to sign potentially a starting pitcher because Rick Hunt's kind of stressed that a lot. A right fielder, no doubt in my mind. Uh, I'd like to see it be Conforto. I think that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sox Twitter's been pushing for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> another uh, middle reliever, hopefully Ryan Tapera. Yeah. Yeah, we need to re-sign him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so like what, him what do you think the Adam Engel situation is going to be like? Uh, I think, I mean, I think he's just a a platoon kind of guy. Uh, he's a defensive replacement. I think he's really solid, though. Mm-hmm. I really like him a lot. I think he deserves some decent at-bats, but you'd like to see a commodity out there mm-hmm. that you, you kind of know what he is, you yeah. know? And we need some left-handed presence in the lineup, and I think Michael Conforto does that. And I also like Kyle Schwarber, too. We'll keep going. Yeah. I mean, I mean Angle just wasn't healthy last year either, you know? Yeah, I mean? he's had and some... That was very frustrating. He's had some lingering leg issues, which mm-hmm. is kind of annoying, mm-hmm. but... And yeah. a little concerning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't mind him though. He's he's gotten better every year as far as the play goes, mm-hmm. and he's elite defensively. He's, we yeah, he's that, always been I, robbing I home runs yeah. left and right. But I'd like this. I, I'm curious to see if they sign a right fielder. How it's gonna go with Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets getting some abs too? Yeah. Like, are they gonna mix in at DH? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna get some right field opportunities? Are they gonna mix in at left field maybe a little bit? Who mm-hmm. knows? And then how much longer is Abreu gonna be able to play first before he's uh, at DH? I don't know. know. He's going into his last year on his deal. Uh, I feel like they're just gonna keep re-signing him until he's yeah, done he's playing. Yeah, he's gonna die at White Sox. I yeah. hope. I, I feel hope like so. he wants to play. He said he wants to play first baseman as long as he can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
mean, they're not gonna, they're not just gonna stop him. But I feel like that is tough with Sheets and then Vaughn as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the, I mean, that's the dilemma. Vaughn man. was, Vaughn was a great outfielder for his first year too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah for was, not playing really there before. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. the transition. He did a really good job. Yeah. And his numbers didn't come out all that great, but I was really encouraged from what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's about what you see. And then yeah, defense, he hit that rookie wall. Yeah. yeah. Defensively, Abreu, what is he like? Kind of middle of the pack. Yeah, like he's lower okay. He's just. He doesn't. He's like indifferent, kind of. Like he, he's about like average, I guess you would say. Yeah, he doesn't really help you that much. He Mm -hmm. doesn't hurt you either. So, I mean, he's fine. I just, I just hope they don't hang on to him too long to where he's hurting our team or hurting the development of the other guys. You know, like I, I get the emotional factor, but it's kind of like more about you know. Reminds me of that is Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because they have a very young team that's I think is going to be scary in a few years. But it's like he's just there and yeah. he's 38 years I'm old i'm just happy we didn't sign jose brady to a mega deal like that yeah miguel cabrera's <laughs> getting paid <laughs> he's getting paid the bag for the next year is, that, <laughs> is it his year. last Ready year no, no he's got y- a year it's, after it's that yadi's last year right this is Mal- yeah i think yeah. so yeah, yeah molina said this then, is gonna be so you're year. talking miggy's coming back for another year and he's maybe another one yeah he's getting paid 30 plus both years that's actually you gotta love detroit and then they would they sign Baez like Oh uh, my god, he got overpaid. No. It was like five years. Yeah. Uh, one something. It was yeah, insane. I he was got not, overpaid. I was I was laughing on Twitter because the fans were hoping for a story in Korea and uh I was like, Hey bias. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I'll take that any day as a White Tigers fan. I'll yeah, you I'm, can I'm have Javi. You can have Javi. He's not gonna our pitching good luck. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's that's my first reaction was like, Man, I can't wait to see those Dylan C sliders away every <laughs> every at bet. Because Javi is an elite defender, but he, at points, he's an absolute liability. At yeah, the he's so streaky as a hitter. He can't, he can't lead. Like I don't, I don't see him being a force in the middle of the lineup. Mm. You know what I mean? He's the perfect. Oh yeah, definitely. He's not. the perfect six hole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's never gonna be your. He's never gonna be your, your no, two, he's, your he's not three, your four. Enough. I mean, if he's your two, your three, or your four, your lineup probably isn't that deep. You right. know, like right. he's. He has flashes or he has, like, a couple weeks stretches of just being, like, absolutely dominant and he's hitting everything. But there's other stretches where he's, like, 0 for 15 with 10K. Exactly. You know? yeah. so it's like, <laughs> exactly. I don't know. He's not a bad player. Don't get me wrong. No, but he's not. Man. <laughs> I think he's a little overrated, though. Yeah. I feel, yeah, he's overrated. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I, I mean, he's got that exciting factor, though. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's going to put people in the stands. No yeah. doubt. That's pretty yeah. much why they gave him the money. Yeah. I mean, I'm just happy they didn't get Correa. Because <laughs> that oh guy, that would have been terrible. He would be so annoying to face. Like, yeah. I, I seen him. He's so elite. Yeah. And he's just, I don't know, he's just frustrating. Yeah. He's just so good. And then <laughs> with the lockout, I mean, how long do you think this is going to last? There's no uh, telling, really, you know? I have no idea. And with that, all the, <laughs> all the signings came to a halt, right? Yep. They okay. can't even talk to the players. Yeah. Did you did you see the thing where they removed all the the players' faces and all the names yeah. on the yeah. website it's and just all their new Twitter uh, yeah, profile yeah. pictures are like <laughs> silhouettes? Yeah, that's actually pretty funny. I'm uh-huh. not gonna lie. <laughs> that's but, I mean it sucks though. Like yeah. especially with White Sox fans and and the the place we're at right now. Like next year is gonna be so exciting. And yeah, it's so aggravating. Literally, we need like, a big signing. Yeah, like we what, do. Yeah, I think I really think Michael Conforto is that guy. To be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, me too. That would be a perfect fit for us too. So Yeah. Uh I don't know exactly what he's gonna get, but I, I think it makes a lot of sense for both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he had a down year last year, but I really think he's gonna bounce back. Because if you look at his year numbers from years past, he hovers around the, the eight the eight twenty, eight fifty OPS mark mm-hmm. and he's a solid defender, so I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 
And then just moving on from that, we could the last thing we could touch on is the Cubs. Uh, they signed Marcus Stroman three years, seventy one million. Uh, I know our buddy Eli is pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, Eli, if you're listening, I'm sorry before this, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he got overpaid. <laughs> <laughs> he's exciting, but I seen something. Uh, he's like the first player to wear number zero oh, for yeah, the Cubs, yeah, yeah. and someone yeah, goes, cool. "Yeah, it's the best thing he's gonna do all year." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool and all. I just don't. I don't see it like as like just as like the way their organization is built right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think the roster around them is good enough to go out and sign Marcus Stroman and then say sign another starting pitcher and then say sign like I don't know one of the shortstops. I still don't think they're good enough to well, make the playoffs. It's just like I feel like the <laughs> Cubs are in one of the most strange situations ever. I say that because they had a bunch of rookies that were in their late twenties, early thirties. Like, how do you even judge that overachieved greatly? How yeah. do you how do you even because you know what I mean? Yeah, like because they're so new in the majors, but they're already thirty years old. Yeah, and a lot of them. Like a lot of them are so due for regression that like it's I'm gonna sound like such a Cubs hater here, but this mm-hmm. is just me being realistic, completely yeah. unbiased. Patrick Wisdom had a forty percent K rate last year. Like you can't expect him to hold up the same numbers if he's striking out that much. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry he didn't walk enough. Like it just it's just not gonna mm-hmm. fit for like another full year. I'm and sorry. And then Schwindel was a rookie too, right? Yeah, Schwindel, yeah, he actually had a good season. Didn't yeah, he? he had a good season, but it just didn't it he's only lasted a couple months, so you can't bank on a yeah. guy like that. You know, like obviously he could be something. I'm not I'm not saying these guys are gonna yeah. go out and not be good. And Abreu did come in the league at twenty seven too. Yeah, so yeah. you know, it's like kind of a similar situation. Yeah, like I'm not trying to be a hater or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's just weird that they're just they're banking on these guys to help them go out and compete. I yeah. felt like they should they should just have it as being a be rebuilding here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they should they should just try to build the farm system up and then gradually get better instead mm-hmm. of trying to cut corners. It feels like yeah, you know? it does feel like because they're they're in a retool, not a rebuild. They yeah. have they have to rebuild. Yeah, they oh, just a hundred percent. They have too successful. many holes in their team. Uh-huh. You know, I, I like they don't like, have a superstar other than yeah, Sh- exactly. I think Roman and Contreras are the only people I can name on that team that like have an impact and then who's Contreras, to say yeah Contreras might be gone because exactly. they just signed Jan Gomez exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. what is what's gonna go on with that situation uh Dr. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, really. just, it's his problem. Uh, <laughs> it is his problem. I don't know. I really don't know. They, there's been talks of them uh, dealing Contreras, so it's it's interesting. I don't mm. know what what their plan is. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like their farm system was ranked 19th in baseball last year, so it's like you you can't just cut corners on a rebuild. You got to build up the young core. Mm. So I just don't I don't understand it. I really no, don't, I don't like. I, that's fine going out and signing Marcus Stroman for three years. Like, I get it, but I just don't, like, if for the Cubs fans that think they're going to go out and compete this year, I just don't, I don't yeah, get it. I feel like know? that's a signing that kind of just holds the fans over for a little bit, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I like him as a player. I think he's a solid player, but I think he got overpaid compared to what the market mm-hmm. value was. I think Madrigal is going to be a solid player for them as well. Yeah, um, I don't mind him at and all. And I don't, I, Cody Hoyer is a decent player too, you know? Yeah, he's he's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I, don't, I think he's got great stuff and he has great potential, but as it stands right now... If he's your closer, you're not satisfied with mm-hmm. that, you know. But yeah, everything around it just isn't mm-hmm. all that great. And then is Hendricks? What's his situation? Uh, he's he's with the team. He's he's on a good uh, team friendly contract, but mm-hmm. he's not like he's just he's just solid, you know. Yeah. Like they they got Adbert Alzale, who's 
still like he's got a lot of potential but he's still a question mark mm. and then um justin Steele, who's kind of the same boat maybe a little less potential but mm-hmm. yeah just just about i mean they still got jason hayward also getting the bag but yeah paid like 28 million dollars next year or something like that so he yeah. how did he do at the plate last year uh it, it was <laughs> i mean <laughs> <laughs> did about as much as I did at the play last year. <laughs> so <laughs> he just he just had more opportunities. So. <laughs> oh, that's that's too good. That's so too good. yeah, I mean that's. But I it's mean, just like when he's, a, when he's an elite s- defender, though. It's just like seeing these teams that are stuck with these players. It's brutal. It's like the Bobby Bonilla situation yeah. where he's getting paid how like oh, over I a million mean, every, every year. Yeah, every except July, Jason's, <laughs> except Jason's getting it all at once. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's brutal. Uh, Gavin, would you say you kind of like look up to a certain uh, major league player, like you model your game after somebody? Or I have um, someone that I think you're going to say, but keep going. No, I don't think you will. I mean, I usually, who I really like right now, I like watching Strowman just for his personality. Mm-hmm. Okay. But That's I fair. also really like Dylan Cease. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a different one, but I like the way how he's relaxed up there. I like the way his slider moves. I love his curveball. Okay. I mean, I love everything about him. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone, like, all-time, too, like, as far as past players? All-time? Oh. Are we talking about pitchers or just all-time players? Uh, Pitchers and pitchers? players. Pitchers? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Dude, players, <laughs> I've always said this. one guy that I was thinking just because you're this. a lefty. Who? Mark Burley. That's what Mark I Burley? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really. Just because he was the crafty lefty. He was, know? yeah. But <laughs> one guy who I always get hate for and who I always will love is Gordon Beckham. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I love Gordon That's Beckham, so and funny. I always <laughs> love watching. Coming into the league, we were like every other fans were so. Oh yeah, high on I him. was so quick to jump on that Gordon Beckham. Dude, train. I loved Gordon Beckham. Yeah. I loved his walk of song. Your love by the outfield. Oh, that's an absolute t- electric. <laughs> I mean, electric everything that's I love a, about him. That's another thing that hurt me this year. Sweet Child of Mine oh, was yeah. such a such a great song to come out to, and oh. I was so hyped for that. And then for him not to live up to expectations just hurt me so much. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just felt – it was so perfect every mm-hmm. time. But, yeah. And then Beckham's been calling some games. He's been filling in he for has, us. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. He's not bad yeah. in the post-game shows and stuff, too. Yeah. He, he gets hate on Twitter, but uh, yeah. Everyone, yeah. I don't mind him, personally. Every, everyone's going to get hate on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If oh, you're no, listening, yeah. Gordon, we like you, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Um, oh, so what's, who's your favorite player on the Sox besides Dylan Cease that you're just, like, the most excited for? Oh, I would say position player, I would say Luis Robert just because okay. his future. I feel like he's going to be – That's a great I feel, pick. I feel like he's, like, the next big thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I he's th- literally Cuban Mike Trout. And then for pitcher, Michael Kopech. Okay. It's yeah, got to yeah. be Michael Kopech. So you know, I'm solid. excited for both him those to come, him Honestly, come becoming yeah. a starter, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. And I'd probably say both of those players if you asked me to. Yeah. The future's bright. Oh, yeah. yeah. My 100%. favorite two players on the team are definitely Luis Robert and Yoan Moncada. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I got to say Yoan Moncada for the Sox chat. Yeah, for all so the guys in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And all them, they love. Yeah. They Shout love out Soxtober. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out Soxtober. Yeah, Robert, I could see him being the MVP in the next couple of years, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he might be my MVP pick next year. Yeah. Looking at the early would, odds, might play dude, some money would, on that. I would put some money on it. Honestly. Yeah. I, put, I put some money on Moncada this year. Probably an I oversight. Mean, but <laughs> I, I can't bet because I'm a college athlete. Oh, can't yeah. Bet. We can't bet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, uh, not advice in quotation marks. Exactly. Uh, just, uh, do you want to say anything else? Just going into the season, like, um, just come out to our games. Come yeah. check us out in the new field. Um, starting in the spring. Yeah. We call it Coyote Field. They call it Cyclone Field. <laughs> I mean, come check us out. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, games will be coming up in the, in the next couple months. Like they said, they're starting uh, February, but regular season's kind of everything's going to roll around in March. So yep. stay tuned for those games. Uh, thank you guys for joining us this week. We we hope you'll join us soon. And uh, thank you. Peace.